Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet. Man, me and Pops, we just not really having fun with this podcast and stuff, man. We getting a feel for it, man. We loving it. We hope y'all loving us. Like this episode. Share this episode. How y'all doing, man? My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by Junebook. Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. I go by L Dog. And like my son just uh, said, that uh, we are in trying to, we're enjoying ourselves. We want to make sure, though, that we keep our objective, and that is to make uh, our community more aware of the mental health issues that black men deal with, and also just the day-to-day traumas and day-to-day situations that men deal with. And let me tell you about this situation. So I work outside. So I don't know about you, but you know it's Tuesday morning, and guess what? Dude, it's cold out there, man. I'm talking about I'm outside in the, in the weather, man, and uh, if you don't have to be out there, don't do it. I'm telling you. I ain't, tell, I ain't talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what I know. It's cold, man. But this is what a guy told me the other day. He said, if you don't like the weather in Nashville, just wait a little while. It'll change to just what you like. So you know what I'm saying? It's 40 degrees one day, and then it's 80 before the day over. So that's just the Nashville weather, man. That's how we do it in the Ville. If you ain't used to it, get used to it. That's, that's Pops with the Black Man Vent 2 weather report. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, hey, man, we're glad to have y'all, man. Glad to have old listening ears and new listening ears grace our platform on the day, man. Kyrie Thomas, man, a very, very interesting brother, yeah. has joined our platform on today, man. Yeah. And we are really... Pops, man, what, what can you say about that? Yeah, that, that brother, man, like you said, interesting, but has a great story and just a story of victory, man, and how you can persevere. So check this one out, man. He's a walking miracle, Nashville. After this quick, quick break, man, we're going to get right into this episode. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? And just like that, man, just like that, just like that, we're back, we're back. Good morning to you guys again. Good morning, man. New week. We're back again Tuesday morning, Nashville. Tuesday morning, man, we're back. Another episode, man, of the Black Men Ventu Podcast, the baddest podcast in Nashville, the only podcast in Nashville that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone, man. We're here today with a good friend of mine. He has a platform himself, and um, it's called What Sleep TV, but I know he'll be able to better explain his platform than I can explain it. But uh, we got Kyrie Thomas, man, that has graced the Black Men Ventu yeah, platform on today. Super excited to have him. Yes, big sir. dog in the words of Martin Lawrence. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing, big dog? What's going on? I appreciate both of y'all for you know taking time out to do this with me. Yeah. I like I like what I told you. I like the name. I think you stand out because of the name Black Men Vent. Yes, sir. A lot of black men don't vent enough. Mm-hmm. And I mean, me myself, I don't think I have like over the time. So for sure. For that's sure. I was like, yeah, I, I think. If I can come on here, I'd be glad to. So I'm gonna thank you. Man, much love, mm-hmm. bro. I just, again, man, um, you know, just the way that we met was very organic. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Jordan for just kind of allowing us to be mm-hmm. be on the episode and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for that. Shout out to Jordan for allowing uh, himself, man, to kind of tie in the knot and really, really bring it Kyrie to us, man. And uh, right. we here. We here, man. Another episode. And we are here, man. So we just thank Kyrie for being on. And uh, man, let's get into it, man. Kyrie, bro, for those in Nashville that do know you, 
those that may not know you, man. Introduce yourself, brother, man, uh, and just talk about uh, your uh, upbringing in Nashville, man. Who is Kyrie Thomas? We can talk about what Sleep TV, what that platform is all about. Let's get into it. Okay, first of all, I just turned 25 back in November. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been like what you would consider a computer geek or a computer nerd, like literally since I was like probably like five, six, I've mm-hmm. been on the computer. Like the first computer my mama had was a Windows XP and like I was just interested in it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you can use it anytime you want to, but I need you to like learn how to type. So she had me like on these typing programs. Mm-hmm. It's funny because when people see me type, it's like Dexter's Laboratory. Mm-hmm. I know you're probably familiar with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like that, that's how good I am at typing. So mm-hmm. all while I was learning how to type, mm-hmm. you know, I'm young, like, you know, you experience, yeah. you just want to know stuff. Right. Like, over time, I done learned how to do video editing, mm-hmm. photo editing, like, you know, Photoshop, with mm-hmm. Premiere, all that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, I learned how to make beats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a long list of, like, pretty much though, anything on the computer. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how to do, like, I know how to build websites, like, all that type of stuff. Word. So, pretty much, What Sleep TV is just me knowing a lot of rappers mm-hmm. back from when I made beats and mm-hmm. putting my talents, like, together, knowing how to do video editing, and, you know, watching people on YouTube, mm-hmm. learning how they grow their platforms mm-hmm. and other blogs, like, Say Cheese, Vlad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. show magazine all that right. um pretty much like with the area i'm in mm-hmm. tennessee is making content like that and this it really mm-hmm. just like came together like by itself i right. did plan it out because you know you do got to plan out things sure. but sure, sure. it kind of just like fell into my hands I yeah. the so. officially started in 2017 mm-hmm. but i ain't gonna lie i didn't just jump right into it mm-hmm. i took about two years to do some research mm-hmm. on it and I like fully went in in 2019. That's mm-hmm. when like January 2019. That's when I like went fully in, mm-hmm. and like I ain't never stopped posting. But besides the time when I was like super sick mm-hmm. from doing chemotherapy treatment, sure. this was in uh, late 2021 mm-hmm. to like early 2022. Mm-hmm. That's the only time that I I took a break. But other than that, I've always like been posting consistently. You know, doing interviews, just yeah. news stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Most of the time now, like nowadays, I really just be posting interviews. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really mm-hmm. like to repost things. Right. I just really like just do interviews now because yeah. like I feel like that's what's helping me grow. So yeah, man. Uh, I'm just first of all, we're glad to have you, man. And uh, mm-hmm. and you're talking about the computer thing, man. I'm just listening to you how you was explaining how you learned it. Mm-hmm. Are you the type of learner that's a, what you call a visual learner, or are you a, like a literal, like, do you have to be hands-on? Because some people have to be hands-on, and some people just be like visual. All I got to do is see it, and I'm good. And see, that's where I was in high school. If I read something one time, oh, it was a wrap. I didn't have to study or nothing, man. That's how I came through high school, but... Of course, when I got to college and got the hard in and all that stuff, that 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 gift went away. So now I have to read stuff over and over again. But but anyway, I'm telling a little bit of my history. But anyway, then that was long way back in history. But are you which type of learner are you though? Because it seems like you learn real quick. That's what I'm trying to. I said all that to get to that point. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So that's crazy that you say that because I never really thought about that until mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. And I mm-hmm. explained pretty much. My mom, she does 
she works in IT and mm. she works in a special lane of IT called EDI. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that, <laughs> but I it, it's kind of, it's kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. But she was pretty much telling me like, man, it's a lot of people in this field that's like retiring. Like she getting a lot of job offers mm-hmm. that she can't even accept. And like they paying good. Wow. And she was like, man, I want to teach you this. So, you know, we t- she's teaching me the stuff and like I'm following, but I'm just like, man, I think I need to actually like do this to really know mm-hmm. what to like know how to like learn it you know mm-hmm. so uh really everything that i've done like making beats video editing editing photos taking pictures shooting videos mm-hmm. all that type of stuff mm-hmm. i pretty much have watched youtube videos to learn the basics mm-hmm. and then i just turn around and like do it myself and then like i find my own workflow so i kind of like i just learned the basics mm-hmm. by like watching somebody else do then it you take then, off yeah and then like <laughs> yeah. i figure it out myself yeah that's how i done learned like pretty much everything like man you probably hear this from a lot of young people but like you can learn so much on youtube like, oh well, yes. yeah yes. hey, you man. learn a lot on youtube <laughs> I, I, yes. that's how i do i do the youtube that's yes. how i fix stuff on cars sometimes yeah, me too fix stuff yeah. in the house sometimes <laughs> youtube man yeah. yeah but no i just sound like you're a smart dude man and yeah. there's nothing wrong with being smart there's nothing wrong with being a geek. I hope I'm talking to a lot of geeks out there right now. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with it, man. You know how they, they used to have that statement back in the day about the geeks and all that stuff. But now people are marrying geeks. Yeah, they I mean, get married. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> exactly. The girl that I'm with, mm-hmm. I remember like when she first like pointed it out, and I was like, yeah, like it's been about three or four years. Like I just really like started like embracing it because like mm-hmm. I do all that. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm one of them dudes that's like after a long day I go hop on the game and like I'll be really yeah. there, mm-hmm. drop like putting up a lot of a lot of numbers on game. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm that type. Like, you know, I'm, I'm that dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that dude, man. Nah, hey man, I, I think the beautiful thing is, uh, Carrie, bro, you embracing it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not to the point where I'm like, if somebody like you said came up to you like, man, you, you nerd, you in the back of your head, you like so. Yeah, you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. Like, I, just, I, I just, I like that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. again, you know, um, man, culturally, man, when when you talk about bullying, mm-hmm. you know, man, I think you you've adapted it to mm-hmm. where even if somebody is even giving off that type of energy. You ain't even giving them that returning energy to accept the bullying. You 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 sitting there saying, yeah, yeah, yeah I might be what you say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. I ain't mad. Hey man, it's that eight mile approach, man. Uh, when Eminem was on, you know, the last piece of that mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Instead of you blasting on me, I'm gonna put all that out front. Yeah. Now yeah, what yeah, you got? Yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? What? Now what you got? You now ain't you don't, you don't have anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's mm-hmm. a good thing. But like you said, I think it's good that you embrace. Who God made you, man. That's right. And you have yeah. no issue with that. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. And that's what'll carry you further than anything than trying to be something that you're not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Another thing too I want to add in is that on top of like me embracing that, like I don't I don't know what it is or when it happened because like when I was young growing up, I didn't have too much confidence. Mm-hmm. I think about when I was like 16, 17, I I can't remember what happened. I think it had something to do with like a girl I was dating. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> It didn't work out. Like she did something and we wasn't together no more. And and mm-hmm. I told myself, I was like, man, I'm not finna be sad about this. I'm about to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just about to be good. Like I'm about mm-hmm. to be great. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when like I had like a confidence switch. And ever since then, like me personally, like I don't really care too much like what the next person says. Like I love everything about myself. So mm-hmm. I think that has something to do with it too. Oh my goodness. Man, mm-hmm. can't you, I, you just said you can't put it in the words. 
But if you could put one word on, what would it be that you would say that caused that 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 switch that to switch, flip yeah. for you, man? Man, I think it was that heartbreaking, just mm. like wanting to prove, like mm. wanting to prove, mm. and just now I don't know. It, I I think it's just really that heartbreak. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the word. It sounds like, and see, it's I don't know. I, maybe your mama could explain it, but it's something in you mm-hmm. because what you did, you was like, okay, you did that. I'm gonna do this because I'm getting ready to be better than than that situation. Mm-hmm. But you got so many dudes, man, that will just they can't handle that. So then they just do all kind of crazy stuff, want to fight and and beat up the mama and scratch cars and punch your <laughs> tires and stuff like that. And but you said I ain't doing none of that. I'm just gonna be great. What about that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Much. Yeah, yeah was, I like that, man. It was that first, it was that first heartbreak that kind of like turned all that around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny, man, because we 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 ask almost every guest that question. You know, <laughs> what was your first heartbreak? Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying, so you beat me to it. But I think <laughs> I think I think people don't realize, man, that okay, let me ask you this, Kyrie. Yeah, we just talking. Would you consider yourself a lover or a fighter? That's a random question. When it comes to relationships, relationships. like when you really, you know what I'm saying, you consider yourself just, just you, you, you the, the romance and brother, you the flowers, you that type of dude, or if a dude walk up to your girl and, and give her an eye, you, you ready to, it's a point I'm making. I'm, I'm getting to a point. <laughs> no, I, I think if, if a dude walked up to my girl trying to like, I guess, get with her or holler at her, mm-hmm. like that, I wouldn't not be trying to like try to fight. Because mm-hmm. like in my eyes, like in my opinion, I feel like if a girl do you wrong, like she pretty much did you a favor and let you know that, like, okay, like you ain't for me. Mm. So like, if a, wow. if a dude walked up to mm. my girl and she giving him attention, mm. I'ma just take it as like you doing me a favor. You ain't for me, so mm. nah, I ain't gonna try to like fight the dude. But that ain't on him. He's just, yeah. he's just trying to do him. It's mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. The Big girl fast. is what owes you the loyalty. That dude, whoever it is, he don't owe you. Come on, man. Mm. Come on, man. Mm. And see, I like what you just mm. said because that's the first thing a brother would do yeah. is try to get with the brother yeah you want to fight yeah. him when yeah. she's the main article here yeah. you know what i'm saying and you yeah. and, and so this was sidebar yeah. we sidebars compared to what she's doing because even if one of us don't work guess what she gonna do she got something else lined up mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's what that's yeah. the thought pattern that we gotta have man yeah. and like you said if this is not working for me and and, and, th- and my son knows i talk this mm-hmm. around the house all the time got it from an orb song but if it don't fit don't force it just relax and let it go that's simple yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I asked you that, bro, is because whatever side you teeter on, being a lover or a fighter, you got to split decision in that moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? In that moment where you 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 got to figure out, okay, do I love this girl enough to 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 fight for her? You see what I'm saying? Or fight because of her? Mm. You feel what I mean? So and 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 I and and as I related back to you know our platform being behind mental health, that did something to you. That heartbreak in that moment, the, where that flip switch, that that switch flip, your brain, man, them waves was just waving. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they, they was moving, man. So, what can you say, just in regards to your mental health? How did that relate to that mm-hmm. switch? You know, what 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 was it? Mm-hmm. Just within your brain, man. It was like, you know, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking to myself, like, I can't let something like this defeat me. Mm-hmm. Like I just, um, I just, I just can't let something like that, you know, just yeah. yes, keep me down. You yeah, know? bro. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I mean, I heard yeah. it. Like I ain't gonna lie. We, I think we all. Let's be real. We've all been through it. But oh, we like, yeah. oh, we, we, oh yeah. we gonna be with this girl forever. And Come people on, telling bro. you like, man, <laughs> yeah, man, this might happen. This might happen. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. You're like, man. Yep. <laughs> you know? So it, it happens to everybody. Like, everybody gotta learn. Yeah. 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 And then, like when it happens, like okay, now what? <laughs> so you was at that stage when the switch flipped, you was like, dang, now what? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> one thing I like too, though, man, like you said, and I'm, we'll get you to talk about this, man, is uh, your mom's, man, your mom, your your uh, father, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I'm saying if he's in your life, because I know you'll talk about that, whether he is or whether he's not, but let's talk about your parent background, man. Um, give a shout out to moms, man. Yeah, where do you shout get, out to moms. Where do you get all of who Kyrie is from? Is it more mom? Is it more pops? How does it look? I hear that it's more of my dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my real dad, he's actually, he's in prison right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, and he, he's been gone since like, I, I talk to him every day, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he's been gone like for a long time. I can't even put like a time around him. But mm-hmm. I talk to him every day. That's like, anytime That's I need up. help with something, he's there. People say that like, personality wise, like I'm a lot like him. Mm-hmm. But, I can't really say that because, you know, as I've been grown, I ain't been around right, too to much. Mm-hmm. The people in my family, like, they say that a lot. They yeah. say, oh, you just like him. You just like, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as my mom, though, she the one, she even talked to me, like, a whole, whole lot. Like, mm-hmm. I talk to her every day. Um, she don't live in Tennessee right now. They moved around the time I got sick. This is back gotcha. in, like, 2021. Gotcha. Uh, I do. It's in Illinois, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned that, mm-hmm. but I mean, I talk to her every day, Facetime every day. She give me advice anytime I need something, like anytime I just have an issue with anything, I can go to her and call her with no issue. Like we just always been close. I ain't never just really had like a bad relationship. Like, I ain't got nothing bad to say. Like she teach me a lot. Like she got my credit good. Right when I turned eighteen, uh, she helped me whenever I was trying to get my first car, mm-hmm. first apartment. Like all that, all that stuff. I ain't, I ain't got nothing bad to say, honestly. Just nothing but good things. Praise God for that, man. Shout, shout out to moms, man. Shout out to moms, man. Yeah. Shout out to moms. We, yeah. we always try to do that on our platform, Kyrie, man. Is give give special thanks and dedication to the Black Queens. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because without uh, them, we wouldn't be here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know, definitely, man. Shout out to moms. Uh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have two younger brothers. Two mm. younger brothers. Two younger brothers mm-hmm. and. They're both 22. One named Khalid, one named Monte. One lives in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And one, well, he recently, he literally just moved from Nashville to somewhere in Kentucky, like, mm-hmm. two months ago. Okay, okay. Yeah. And when I asked you that, man, it was a smirk came across your face, man. What, what, what's, what's the relationship, man, with with the siblings? <laughs> how did how did their relationship look with you guys growing up, man? Who, who, was, who was fighting? Who, who was getting beat up the most? Who was... You know, what, what, what was you guys' relationship, man, growing up as you guys have uh, maturated into adulthood and stuff? Okay, we all have always been, like, real close. Like, mm-hmm. my one brother, the one that I lived with most of the time, mm-hmm. named Bonte, the one that's living in Chicago right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did, like, fight a lot growing up. You know, just petty brother stuff, mm-hmm. but nothing, like, never too yeah. serious. Like, it ain't never Well, you can't been... squash it, wash your hands. And yeah, yeah, it ain't, it ain't never been nothing like that mm-hmm. with neither one of my brothers. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I was sick too, they was both like a lot of help, especially the one that you know that lived down here, obviously. Because sure. the one that wasn't like in this state, obviously, right. couldn't do a right. lot. Right. But 
um i hope i can mention this y'all y'all let me know but you know since i had cancer i don't mm. know if they if y'all really know too much about this but um thc and all that type of stuff mm. it helps a lot like with the symptoms so he was doing a lot of making sure that i had a lot of good edibles to keep wow. me like feeling good while i was down wow. like he, he did a lot for me Man, I, I I let that's 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 pop lane. We know about yeah, it. We, we know, know about, about it, bro. Yeah, but yeah. I, love, I let pop yeah, lane. Hey man, yeah. and I don't I I don't want to say nothing out of the way, but all I'm saying is this: anything done in the wrong way is is abusive. Mm -hmm. But there are some things out there that the United States government mm -hmm. has made illegal that a long time ago it was legal and it was a medicine that they was using on a regular. And then all of a sudden, some things happened, some taxes and couldn't keep up with the monies and all that stuff. Then it went illegal and then they start vilifying it. Yeah. But they don't vilify it in these these uh, these uh, legal states. And I don't know if you ever been to a legal state where they do that at, but- Yeah, Illinois. Yeah, yeah Illinois. Yeah. Well, okay. If you ever ask somebody, I don't want to say this from personal friend, but I know somebody that went there, but they said they didn't see too many of us in there. They saw all the other cultures. Mm. In so, the dispensary? Yeah, in the dispensary. Mm. So why is it so vilified if the other cultures are using it more than the culture that so-called you want to vilify against? You know what I'm oh, saying? I see. <laughs> yeah, 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 see, I'm yeah, trying to keep yeah, it as clean yeah, as yeah, I can, yeah, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 But, 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 I, but I ain't mad at you about that because there are, me I'm just gonna say, there are medical reasons to prove that this stuff can help yep. in situations yep. like yours. So that's what I'm gonna say after I said all that. There are reasons to, to say that if used the right way, it can help. Yeah, it sure. can help. And what I was gonna say is, my uncle, I don't know if y'all ever seen these smoke shops, but it's called mm -hmm. Pressure Smoke and Vape. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like I, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. that, that, my uncle opened that back in March 2020. Well, I've seen similar. I don't know if I've seen his oh, or not. Is it in Nashville? Yeah, he got one. Oh, well, I don't ran across it. I work, I at, like a, I work, yeah, at, a, I work at a company, man. Well, I'm all something. over the city, yeah. so I've probably <laughs> yeah. seen We'd it. Seen yeah. Yeah. yeah, he got a location in Midtown, one by the fairgrounds on Nolensville Pike, mm -hmm. and also by that Princess Chicken. He mm -hmm. told me that, you know, they working on, well, they already got the space, so they working on putting one there. Mm -hmm. But I just remember when he opened that first one, I don't know why he said it, and I was just like, okay. And I was like, that's where he was like, man, you know, cancer patients, they use this because they help them. And I was just like, oh, okay. Right, it ain't like I didn't believe him. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's just crazy that literally months later, mm -hmm. like, I had to experience it for myself, and like, it's actually like, real true and, and it did help yeah right. and then i've also you know i mean it's my family so you know mm. anytime i'm needed i i go put in hours at the smoke shop yeah and most of the people that come in and they buy like those they buy the stuff mm -hmm. is is them it's not it's not us believe it or not mm. like for real I say about ninety percent. <laughs> really? Yeah. But when they think about That's how bad the bad side of it, who they look at first? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. it's I think it's interesting though that you know you see more of the other cultures in dispensaries than us. But then I mean, if you think about it, we're so as black people, I'm just gonna say it because it's what it is. We're so susceptible to the street form mm -hmm, of it mm -hmm. that we think the dispensary form is like great value brand to, to <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? To like, to like the real deal or whatever yeah. a real brand is. So I, I, I think that plays a role. And then naturally, man, 
folks are not educated, Kyrie. Man, we did a uh, yeah. podcast with look, Frederick Cockrell. Look, you beat me to it. I was going to get it out, man. Shout, <laughs> out, shout, shout out, out to Frederick Cockrell and the Alliance of Tennessee. Yeah. We got a big thing planned in this year, so just, just stay tuned if you listen. We got some stuff planned behind it. But with that being said, Frederick Cockrell, man, the, uh, I think he's the president. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, matter of fact, he getting ready to speak somewhere in Colorado coming up soon. The dude knows yeah. about him, him. And he knows about TAC. Mm-hmm. And there's a fine difference between the two. So what I was saying was we're not educated, bro. Mm-hmm. Because with your THC, you got your indicas, you got your sativas, mm-hmm. you got your hybrids. A lot of people don't know that, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's little stuff, man. But culturally, we just want to get high. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Not, <laughs> not trying to use it like he the, 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 the yeah, medical yeah, side yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And even yeah. with that being said, man, it's to the point, man, well, like you talking about Fred Cawthon, man, mm-hmm. he's talking about it's so many other ways that hemp can be used yeah. besides just the medical side. Yeah. I'm talking about like he talking about building buildings and build stuff, man. You know what I'm with, saying? With plant. Yeah, man. Yeah, Making some bro. kind of bricks or something out of it, man. Yeah. 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 yeah, man. He's serious, yeah. man. He's serious, yeah, bro. Man. Uh, yeah, man. Frederick Cawthon, man. You yeah. listen, brother. Shout out to him, man. But it just ties me into one more question I was going to ask you, man. Just in regards to the TAC and your diagnosis, when you were um you know able to kind of go through your chemo and whatnot man what what was the immediate impact that, that you felt man just from being able to to see the the difference from not having it versus having it like were you were you sleeping better were you eating better was it was it a, you know what i mean what, what were the immediate kind of impacts you were seeing just going through that through that process man i'm not gonna lie bro it's my i don't know if this sounds far-fetched mm. but can I tell like a quick little story? Go for it. Yeah, Go man. For it. Yeah, Go man. For it. So pretty much, you know, my parents, like, you know, like I said, they both moved up to Illinois, mm-hmm. but the doctor told him, he was like, man, these first like maybe two to three weeks, I need y'all down here because it's going to be hectic. Mm-hmm. So they was here. They, I, I stay in a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just me and my girlfriend. So mm-hmm. it's like, it ain't, you know, mm-hmm. that's enough space for us. Mm-hmm. But sure. they, they came down there, they were staying there. And I just remember my cousin, he has some type of he has some type of illness where he apparently he tells he says he just smokes too and he's fine like all his scans show up fine when it comes to his medical history but they all like everybody pretty much everybody smokes i ain't gonna lie yeah. i'm probably the only person that like literally before this i ain't never been like a, a smoker yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I just i just mm-hmm. ain't something that like i never ever really got it right. i ain't never really seen the reason mm-hmm. right. and I tell you the reason is really because I'm cheap and I, I always looked at it like, why am I spending this my money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, that's real. That's really why. That's why I've never tried. It's like, why am I spending my money? Right? But anyway, they was all they was all doing their thing, and my cousin he said to my mama, because you know I'm just sitting back late on the couch watching Fortnite videos on the TV. Mm-hmm. Oh my bad. And he was you like, know. he was like, man, let, let him. Let him hit this, see if see if it's alright. And I, he started laughing. My mom was like, "Nah, he, he got he got a tumor on his lung, so he can't really like he can't inhale. smoke. No, mm-hmm. I can't I can't inhale." Mm-hmm. But uh, my stepdad was like, "Man, you got some of them edibles. Let him try one of them edibles." Mm-hmm. So he was like, "You want to try an edible?" I don't care. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't in the, you know, I, yeah. I was, I was firstly diagnosed. Mm-hmm, I wasn't, right. I ain't really feel like doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'll take them. Yeah. But I took like half of one and they said, like, I just remember they kept asking me like, hey, you good? You good? Mm-hmm. And I remember like, probably like an hour had passed by 
and somebody said it again, and I don't know. They said it was the first time that I had, like, laughed or smiled in, like, two weeks. Wow. But, yeah, for real. And, like, I ain't gonna lie, I felt good. Like, I, I like everything was good. Like, I felt wow. good. I was laughing. I was wow. talking to people. Like, I was FaceTiming people back that, like, I didn't answer, you know, just calling them back. Like, hey, what's up? Talking to them, all that type of stuff. Like, it, it helped me in a lot of ways. Wow. And ever since then, whenever I would leave, like, my chemotherapy treatments or when I have chemo, like, I always make sure that I have, like, a pretty good stock of that. But, yeah, it, that, that's it's a funny story, but like that that stuff really helped. And like hey, they mm-hmm. seen that like firsthand, yeah. like mm-hmm. just, just took a you see wire. you talking about not abusing. We talking about yeah, helping yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. that got yeah. a medical condition. Yeah. That's my yeah. thing. That's what I'm about. Yeah. I'm about helping yeah. somebody with something that they talking about is like I said again, has been vilified. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? I, I think, man, just listen to what he just said though, man. I think that's I think that's awesome. I don't know what else to say, yeah, but I just, I just think he's it's dope. He, he's, like, he's sitting here. Ain't yeah, he's here. Yeah. But I, mean, <laughs> I, just, I think it's dope that, again, so much of what this plant is derived around, again, mm-hmm. we educate ourselves mm-hmm. man, and do more of the medical than the recreational. More able to see miracles yeah, like this in front of me. You just yeah. said the key piece, and we got to go after this, but yeah, you said yeah, the key yeah. piece. <laughs> Stay with the medical. I ain't yeah. talking about the recreational. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the medical. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you said that. Man, yeah. hey man, that's, man, yeah. you a walking miracle, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, serious, man. Thing, I just man. want to put that on the mic, man. Yeah. We, we glad to have your story yes. on the mic, bro. Yes. Let's, let's get into a commercial break, man. Uh, we got Kyrie Thomas, man, the, the CEO, you know what I'm saying, the founder of What's Sleep TV. We're going to ask him a couple more questions in this next segment, man. Break off our main question. Uh, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? We'll get into it right after this commercial break. Nashville, again, have you heard of Black Man Vent today? Yep. honor of Women's History Month, Black Men Vent 2 wants to provide a six-minute video explaining the 19th Amendment. This video is a YouTube excerpt from NPR. Black Men Vent 2 respects our black queens and all women who have paved the way for us to be where we are at today. Let's check it out. It's been 100 years since women were promised the right to vote. That milestone came when the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified in August of 1920. But that promise of the right to vote, for many, that promise went unfulfilled for decades, even after the 19th Amendment. One thing to know right off the bat, the familiar shorthand that the 19th Amendment gave women the right to vote, let's scratch that. Nobody gave women anything. This was a real struggle. It was a fight. It was a long, bitter, agonizing fight. And nothing was given. It took George Washington six years to rectify men's grievances by war. 
But it took 72 years to establish women's rights by law. That fight wasn't just about sex. It was also deeply entwined with race. The women's suffrage movement of the 1800s had its roots in the anti-slavery abolitionist movement, which was seeking universal suffrage. But early suffragist leaders, including Elizabeth Cady Stanton and Susan B. Anthony, would later split off from their alliance with abolitionists. They were outraged that under the 15th Amendment, black men would get the vote, while white women were still denied. And racism caused deep divisions among women in the suffrage movement itself. Prominent African-American activists like Ida B. Wells and Mary Church Terrell often found themselves marginalized by white suffragists, their concerns about racial inequities ignored. The story of African-American women has been ignored for so long because it requires grappling with the failures of people who have been considered heroes of an earlier time. The fight to win passage of the 19th Amendment in Congress further exposed a painful truth. Racism runs through the debates over women's suffrage, oftentimes through and through. To win over Southern politicians, some white suffragists argued that giving women the vote would actually solidify white supremacy because it would increase the white vote in numbers that far outweighed the black vote. This is something that should assure other white supremacists that they will be viable in their rule. Carrie Chapman Catt, the president of the National American Woman Suffrage Association, wrote this to a Southern congressman in 1918, trying to persuade him to vote yes on the 19th Amendment. The present condition in the South makes sovereigns of some Negro men, while all white women are their subjects. These are sad but solemn truths. If you want white supremacy, why not have it constitutionally, honorably? The Federal Amendment offers the way. Eventually, after many years of defeat, Congress passed the 19th Amendment, and the focus turned to winning states. 36 of the 48 states had to ratify the amendment before it could become part of the Constitution. By August of 1920, the suffragists had won. They got their perfect 36th state when Tennessee voted to ratify. Women had earned the right to vote across the land. But not so fast. August of 1920 marks for African-American women a start, not a finish. In October of 1920, soon after the 19th Amendment was ratified and with a presidential election around the corner, Mary Church Terrell wrote a letter filled with foreboding about what was to come. The colored women of the South will be shamefully treated and will not be allowed to vote, I am sure. We are so helpless without the right of citizenship in that section of the country where we need it most. Voting restrictions in the Jim Crow South disenfranchised African Americans, women and men alike. Poll taxes, literacy tests, grandfather clauses, violence and lynching all conspired to keep African Americans from exercising their right to vote. 
Other communities of color were kept from the polls for decades to come, among them Native Americans and Asian American immigrants. They were denied citizenship for years after 1920, so they still couldn't vote. And the struggle to ensure that everyone can exercise this essential democratic right, it continues 100 years after the 19th Amendment. One of the lessons that we learn when we compare 1920 and 2020 is that voting rights is never a given. It's never a guarantee. It's not a done deal in the United States. And just like that, man, just like that, we're back. We're back, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that commercial break. We're here again, man. If you're just not joining us, as I always say, something's wrong with you, man. Get your earbuds out. Get your headphones yeah, in. We got man. Kyrie Thomas, man. Yeah. Y'all don't know who it is. Look him up. What's Sleep TV? You know what I'm saying, man? He is controlling, man, the industry on his platform, and we're glad to have his platform yes. bridge with our platform. Yes. Nashville, have you heard? black man been today let's get into it man um as we always do our audience knows how we rock in our second segment we break out the trademark question man Kyrie, big dog on today's episode what would you like to vent about today on black man bent two man i think that i'm 25 years old i think i mentioned that mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. interview mm-hmm. and around my age range and younger i personally think that a lot of the men are soft mm-hmm. and i'm gonna try to explain like the best way that i can mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know i just and it, it ain't just the men too it's it's, it's all of us mm. I, I think like I, you know y'all y'all you could say something the wrong thing online it could you know trigger a wrong group of people they cancel you you know you know mm-hmm. see it all the time. oh y'all, yeah y'all oh yeah oh but yeah it, i was thinking about this like last week i can't remember what was going on but i will tell y'all that you know, everybody knows. I mean, a cancer diagnosis, that ain't no joke. Mm-hmm. Right? That ain't no it's joke. True. Mm-hmm. And I ain't gonna lie, like, it was a lot of times when, like, I was real sad, like, I was down, but, you know, I ain't let it, I ain't, I ain't never ever let it defeat me, like, mentally all the way. And I would just have people tell me all the time, like, man, you're stronger than you think, you're stronger than you think. And all the time, I'm just thinking, like, I don't know, it's just, I don't, like, I hope I don't rub the people the wrong way because other people have it harder, but it, ain't, it just wasn't never really all that hard like as a man like i don't know you know that what they say if it don't kill you it make you stronger mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know it's mm-hmm. it's hard to like it's really just i guess a general statement but i think mm-hmm. our generation is like just real soft like mm-hmm. and, um, well i'm gonna chime in a little bit on yeah, that man yeah, yeah, and um yeah. it is tough man but i'm gonna tell you i think it's by design and I think it's by design because I think that's one of the ways that our enemy, Satan, and his demons, that's how they break up families. Because, see, we're a family show, and we all about family. But I think that's one of the ways the enemy gets us broken down as a family. Because if he can make men soft, then you have no men to take care of the family. And that's what it's all about. He's attacking the men and he's making women to the point where they feel so empowered that they don't need a man. Mm. But that's not the original design. That's not God's <laughs> original intent. His original it. intent was for men to step up and be men. Yeah. And But now we've got a society that when a man shows his masculinity, they want to knock him down and keep him down. Right. And men that are strong, notice this now, 
every strong brother that you know, is he not some kind of way under attack? In some kind of way, uh huh. And he always got to be on the gun guard, like who coming next? You know what I'm saying? Let some brother go on TV, man, on social media and speak on, speak some real truth, and see how many folks come after man. That's what it's all about. So it's about breaking us down as a society, one peg at a time. And the first peg is to get the man out of the family. Yeah, that's all. You know what I'm saying? saying? Mm-hmm. I think like I don't know, I don't know how long this been going on, but I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm glad that both of y'all here, like, you know, you, you as father, you as mm-hmm. son. Praise God. So, Thank you God. know, I, I, you can, in my opinion, I think you can tell when a, a man didn't really have a father figure in his life. Like, it shows, like, for real, like, a, a lot more emotional when it comes to certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't think rationally a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I see a lot of that, like, in my generation. Like, it's really normal for, you know, a guy to around my age or younger to be like yeah i ain't i ain't really have like my dad mm-hmm. and like that mm-hmm. shows and i think that kind of ties into why i said like a lot of people in my generation like are soft and then, i mean they can't help it because they were raised only by a woman mm-hmm. they didn't have like a man around mm-hmm. to you know give them authority or like say like if they were to do something wrong mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure like if you if he were to do something wrong back then you would, you know, you would discipline them. Mm-hmm. Most mm-hmm. women, like, they don't really just want to discipline their child too much, but it's better for you to, him to be disciplined at home mm-hmm. versus him to, you discipline. know, go out Thank you. and then yeah. get disciplined Thank by you. the police or something Thank like you. that, you know? Or this system in general. Right. Yeah, the system in general. But no, no, I think you own some, uh, Kyrie, man. And, and, and again, not trying to downplay mothers that have raised strong sons, not saying it can't happen, but look at the numbers. How many times out of 10 does it happen? Yeah, it happens. You see a mother, a, a woman that's able to raise some strong dudes, but you see so many other cases that go the other way. You know what I'm saying? So it's just hard, man. But I think people that do, or, or men that are have strong character, if they see a situation like that, it's up to them to try to, if they can, be a mentor. Because sometimes the mothers won't allow it. They want to allow mentorship. They want to allow it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mothers, man, they don't, they, they, it's sad to say, but sometimes mothers want to keep the harness around their children so much that they don't want nobody else intervening. But I think a man needs to be raised by a man. Yeah. yeah if yeah. possible. I mean, sometimes it's not possible, but right. if possible, it needs to be a man that's there for the, for the, for the young man child. You know what I'm saying? As much as possible. But if if that situation arises and that and that can't be, then you got to go with what you got. Right. But still, it should be hopefully some men in this in the in the in the, in the, in the yeah, yeah yeah some men close that'll say okay your daddy gone you know he might be locked down or your daddy might be deceased whatever the case may be. But I see that's a young man and I'm gonna try to be there for that young man just like Antoine told us mm-hmm. Antoine from Fab Foundation yeah. he yeah. said I don't have. Never, only one child. He said, but I got so many other kids that call me father, yeah. call me daddy. He said, the reason being, because I treat them like they my children. Yeah. So he's taking on a mentorship role in his community. Right. So, you know, that, that's what I'm talking about. And man, you, you, you <laughs> when we asked you the question, man, you just basically, basically just said that men in our generation are soft. And I'm gonna, I, I want to I wanna ask you this type of question because what we try to advocate is for men to show emotion. We try to mm-hmm. advocate for men to 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 have that that side of that outlet, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to say, 
uh yeah we definitely need to show emotion but like it's a it's a difference between like showing emotion and like doing something about it versus you know just breaking down you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give, give me give elaborate give, give me give me give me the difference you know, i wonder if i can i wonder if i can give an example mm-hmm. like i mean let's just say let's just say i don't know my car break down mm-hmm. or something like that mm-hmm. I, I had i had an issue with my car mm-hmm. uh about two days ago mm-hmm. Uh, imagine like I don't know my car break down, and then I, I hope I'm giving an example that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, if my car break down, and then I mean I gotta do something about it. Right. Like, am I gonna sit and cry about it, or am I gonna figure out another way to keep going? Because we always gonna get hit with like setbacks. Like it happens mm-hmm. like all the time. Yes. Like I think that is that a. Good it a, is because I the the thing I was gonna say is a lot of men and you said this, bro. You can't really blame the environment that you know people are raised in, mm-hmm. but a lot of men don't know how to rationalize, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A mm-hmm. lot of men don't know how to problem solve. Like you said, mm-hmm. man, uh, <laughs> it's funny. You just had a situation with your car two days ago. I did too, <laughs> you know. But I sat there and I was mad because of the situation that had happened and me thinking my thoughts and all that. But I was like, either I change this time. And I move on about my day, or I sit here and trip about the reason why I got to change the tire. You know what I mean? I guess you know I changed the tire and went on about my day. Me and too. I think it, it's, it, oh, you had the same, same situation. <laughs> I'm just, I thought I did oh, have like water, the, man. I don't that's know what water. you call it, but you know the, yeah, the, the, the rinse. Yeah, the rinse. Yeah. I thought I didn't have it. I was thinking, man. Like, <laughs> man. <laughs> I found it, <laughs> But Boy. see. Yo, 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 man, what's up, what's up, Nashville? Peace to the city, peace to the planet, man. Back again, man, want to give you guys a quick, quick break, as we always do in our podcast, give you guys a little commercial break. Just to breathe a little bit, man. Breathe in between this episode. We hope you're enjoying it thus far. On today's commercial break, it is brought to you again by reminding you guys about our advertisement and promo opportunity here at the Black Man Venture Podcast. Guys, we want you to advertise with us. For $10, Nashville, $10, you can advertise with the Black Man Venture Podcast. It will give you an opportunity of three to five minutes to either write your own transcript or allow Black Man Venture to come up with a transcript to describe your business, describe your newfound journey, describe anything that you would like to have promoted on our platform. You ask us, well, who hears your platform? Where can we find your platform? How many people listen to your platform? Let's check this out. Our analytics are very strong and they grow by the day. 6.6 thousand downloads across all major platforms being YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're there. We've been heard in one country Excuse me, we've been heard in 35 countries at least one time. 35 countries, Nashville, at least one time. The Black Man Ventu podcast is continuing to scale, and we would not be where we're at without the help of our fellow listeners sharing, liking, giving us ratings on our platforms, and continuing to support the Black Man Ventu podcast. With that being said, guys, tap in, tap in with us. $10. gives you a three to five minute advertisement slot within the first 10 minutes of our episode. That is $10 per episode. If you would like to advertise past the first episode, DM us for more info. $10 advertisement slots with the baddest podcast in Nashville. 
the only podcast that gives you a radio show feeling with a podcast undertone. Nashville, have you heard a black man vent today? Let's get back into the episode. But what y'all saying is so true, man. That's called life, life skills, yeah. life coping skills. Yeah. Because you said it, Kyrie, life is gonna happen, man. I don't right. care if you rich or poor, yeah. Uh, yeah. black or white, uh, yeah. fat or skinny. Yeah. Life is gonna happen, man. And yeah. when it happens, it's all about your response, man. Like you said, you could have had that flat tire. You could have kicked the car and broke the windows and done all that. But guess what? The tire would have still been flat. Right. You gotta, you gotta make some provisions. So that I can keep on with my day and move on and do what I gotta do. So I gotta change the top. But some people, man, they just won't look at it like that. And you know, and it's even to this point, and I know y'all hear this one a lot, but I'm gonna say it. Back when I was coming through, we knock. We put these up. You had to be good with these. If you were good with these, you need to be good with these feet going the other way. One out of two, you know what I'm saying? But if you if you got into a confrontation, you put these up. That's the first thing you did. That ain't the first thing dudes is doing now. Yeah. So what is that? Yeah. That's that. That's there yeah. you go. That's yeah. 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 Remember when you brought up a situation like if a dude came up to my girl. Yeah. 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 yeah and how yeah. I said like it's really on that girl. Right. To, yeah. Right. So another mm-hmm. another thing that I think is important too is I, you'll see this a lot on social media a lot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you on that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like. I don't think your girl don't really care about you or she'll like put you in a situation to where like you have to do something. Man, you know what? 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 I'm gonna tell look, <laughs> and please hold that thought. Yeah. But look, I was just telling my wife this man before I left home to come here. And this and, and society and, and the media plays on that. Because I was just watching this show of uh, this reality show about these young couples, they get together and they try to get married, this, that, and third, and it don't happen. Well, guess what? Now they got a spinoff show where the rejects from that show can come to I this show. Yeah, they come to this show, and now yeah. you got another chance. I said, only thing they're doing yeah. is creating a soap opera type atmosphere, right. but keeping you tied into this junk, man. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. And what you're saying, man, you got, and then so now you got people living their lives like that. Based you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Based yeah. off this stuff yeah. they seeing on these yeah. on these shows, man. I'm like, what yeah. in the world are we yeah. doing here, man? You know what yeah, I'm saying? We, we, let, we let social media rob us of reality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I was going to ask you that, man, with your comment about, you know, just men being soft nowadays, how much of social media plays into that? I, a lot, but mm-hmm. I can't really just like pinpoint. I can't really like like one reason. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, where is it yeah. From? but yeah, definitely a lot. I think social media has a lot to do with a lot of those problems. Like, well, I, you know what? Um, I did an interview with Stunner Zay. I told mm-hmm. you about. Mm-hmm. He brought mm-hmm. up how social media can cause depression for a lot of people, and I was like, that actually makes perfect sense. Wow. Mm-hmm. He pretty much said. What did, what did he say? He pretty much was like, look, okay, let's say, you know, for the most part, people mm-hmm. people ain't gonna show the bad on social media. Right. They're gonna, they gonna only right. show the good. Like, exactly. I mean, who wants to highlight the bad exactly, people see? Mm-hmm. Like, don't, yeah. I don't know too many people that want to do that. Right. right? So he, right. he was like, man, you could be going through the toughest times. This just happened. That just happened. You having a bad day. Mm-hmm. You get on Instagram or something like that. Mm-hmm. You see somebody done posted. 
I don't know, then you got a, a new Charger Hellcat. Right. And you're like, dang, when my time gonna come? Mm. You know, I think that's how like social media comes mm. to a lot of people. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, yeah. I think you own it. Yeah. Like, I think you own it. it social media has yeah. its ups and downs. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we, we, done, we both done built platforms off social media, but right. it has its ups and downs. Like, yeah. I, I love it and I hate it at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah, yeah. Know. I'm the same way. Well, it's it just like we were talking about the hemp and all this other stuff. When it's abused, yeah. Use the wrong way, and it's a bad it's, thing. But if it's used the right way, like using the edibles, like you was you when it's used in the right way, then you get these kind of results. Yeah, so right. that's the way we get now. We using social media to help our platform to get the message out that God has laid on our hearts and given us the vision to do. That's what we do it from the social media side. But we have to point out. Don't abuse it, man. Yeah. Don't yeah. use it in yeah. a negative way. Like you said, a girl, I'm with you, man. If a girl puts you in a situation where you feel like you got to defend yourself, man, and you know what I'm saying, and you trying to defend her because of something she don't put you in, yeah. nah, man, that ain't cool because what, if you yeah, get out of this situation, guess what? Another, another one coming, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's another one coming, man. So, no, nah, you don't need that drama, man. And it, and it shouldn't be to the point where Women will put their men in position like that to see how much you care about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt, yeah, do, man, yeah. But the, and it puts us in a bad situation, Kyrie, because when they put us in that situation, it's only it's only one or three places that we're gonna be at on a t-shirt in jail in the grave. You know what I mean? And that's and that's what's sad. And I I, I get so passionate behind the 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 talks about uh, suicide. Mm. And I'm, I'm getting to a point with that. I can't say that you may or may have not had that thought at some point in your life, but I have. I made the attempt at one point. And it's one of those things, man, where you can have so much pressure on you as a black man, bro. Mm-hmm. That I see, I, I don't want to say this in a wrong way, so, you know, disclaimer out. I see why folks may make that they last decision, bro. Mm-hmm. Life ain't easy, Kyrie. It ain't, bro, like, life ain't easy, man. You're you're running it. That's why a lot of times when I get on this mic, I try to say treat any person that you see with grace. When you meet a person, man, try to meet them with grace until they give you otherwise because you never know what that person is. Man, so true. Across from, you know what I'm saying? Across so from you, bro. And uh, just with black men, man, you know, and you mentioned it, um, that, you know, this generation is soft. You got a point. Like, I, now that I really just didn't have set in and been mm-hmm. thinking about and, it. And again, you you're not talking about, you're not talking about Every person right, in the right, generation, right, 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 you just right, talking right. about the like it's a lot of it going yeah. on that then used to go on because there's some strong brothers out here. Now, yeah. I'm not we're not saying because somebody get on him, he said all us weak, man. Right, no, right, he yeah, didn't right, say that, right, ain't what he right, said. Right, that's right. not what he said. He's speaking in general. That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. I did, uh, I did want to touch on this, man. Um, again, bro, you're a walking miracle, man. So, naturally, yes. with your diagnosis, bro, um, how. Once, once you were going through, and once you kind of got on the back half of where you're at now, looking back at it, man, can you can you really can you really just kind of see the growth? And what I mean by that is, what was Kyrie like before the diagnosis, if you will? And once you got through it, who is the new Kyrie Thomas now? Yeah, I don't know if like this sound like I'm lying or not, but I promise you, it ain't mm-hmm. really too much of a difference. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. like you. You talking about like mentally? Just, just your, your overall, bro. Because I know you, you get, bro. It, 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 okay, I will hit you with another question that kind of, that's kind of into that. Because that ain't, that ain't no, no easy news for mm-hmm. you to receive, bro. Like you at that age of what, 16, 17, 18, somewhere around that. Uh, twenty one or twenty two. You twenty? Okay, mm-hmm. man. 
I don't even know what I would do hearing that, hey, you got this tumor here or that. At my at that age, you know, so just when you even got the news, bro, like how was I feeling? Damn, yeah, like was it, you know what uh, I'm saying? I mean, just like I told you mm-hmm. uh, before, I was just thinking to myself, like, I ain't really too much know about cancer. cancer. Like, the only time mm-hmm. I've ever heard about cancer is when you hear about somebody possibly passing from it. Mm-hmm. Or I actually knew somebody kinda. Uh, well, yeah, I knew her. It was my seventh grade teacher. Uh, she was really my favorite teacher. Mm-hmm. I just remember we came back eighth grade and everybody was like, where is she at? Where is she at? And it turns out that like, literally like, she, she just passed from it. Wow. So all, I ain't gonna lie, when I first got diagnosed, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I was just thinking to myself like, dang, I don't feel like I done enough. Mm-hmm. Like, what did I do to deserve sure. this? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, I ain't, I ain't know what I was gonna do, but I was yeah. just thinking to myself like, dang, that's it, wow. you know? Cause like, I ain't, I ain't get a chance to have kids, buy a house, mm-hmm. or just do like a lot of things. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. And really, I used to think that for a long time. Really, it was probably until like maybe what, February or maybe March, 2022, mm-hmm. when like I finally realized like, okay, everything gonna be cool. Like, but for a long time, I used to just like think, like, dang, it's over with. That's real, man. Yeah, and you know, and I was like, I was thinking about it too because when you approach this, this is this is for us in the faith community. Just because we're in the faith community, don't mean we don't have down moments. Right. Don't mean we don't have moments where we like, God, what's really going on? You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, man, when you was in them down moments. Where was your faith? Where was my faith? Man. I don't I was just thinking like I guess I'm gonna just take it day by day. That's really all I could do. Like that's really all I could do. Just take it day by day. Really, ain't really nothing else to it, really. Man, that, like, that, I, I hate to give you a short answer, but no, I was just no. like, man, I'm just kind of... You say it so humbly, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The way he's yeah, saying like, it, and yeah. he like, he's saying, you saying stuff like, like you've been here before. You know what I'm saying? Old folks say, you've been here before. <laughs> that was just saying, because what you yeah. basically saying is, is, basically, like you said, that's all you can do. You're going to control what you control, what you, control, what you, what yeah, you yeah, can that's, control. That's, that's but at the end of the day, it's like, when you're in that moment, and you think, man, like you said, man, Am I gonna have kids? Am I gonna get a chance to have kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I gonna get a chance to go to Six Flags again? You know what I'm saying? All that stuff, man. And you just said that. Well, I don't know about all that, but I just took one day at a time. Yeah, but you but you don't give up that demeanor like like that. But not like the act, not in an arrogant way. Right, right, right. I just took it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a beautiful thing that you're able to do it, man. Yeah, and you're able to come through. So that's that should give someone hope. That's listening to this man that understand that you can beat tough situations in life. And you you was able to come through one, man. Really, you was able to come through one. God bless you on that one, man. Yes, yeah. Hey, man, as we get ready to wrap up, Kyrie, man, it's 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 been a great time with you, bro. Again, man, a walking miracle, Nashville. If you don't know the brother, go DM him, man. We finna get him to drop his social media tags real quick man but right before you do that uh carrie one thing we do man before we uh you know end every episode is we allow our guests to give our audience man one bit of advice or a bit of uh you know just influence just something to motivate that young boy that young man that young woman black white blue or purple 
that's ready to give up right now. They listening to you. They listen to your story. They done heard you. Everything you done said, man, they like, mm-hmm. nah, nah, I, I, it still ain't clicking. Mm-hmm. Well, what is one thing that you can tell that person, man, that's listening to Black Men been to, listening to Kyrie Thompson's story, that may need your help, man, may need your voice? Okay. So I actually talked about this in an interview. Like, I, I was doing interviews back when I was super sick, too. Dude. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Wow. I, I did I did two of them with Calm Down TV, and oh. I can't remember the name of the other one. Mm-hmm. But he was just asking, like, man, you can't really tell, like, how do you keep so how do you so level-headed mm-hmm. and it's something that my mama would she still tells me all the time but especially like during that time she was just like don't stress over what you can't control because i mean if you can't do nothing about it like i mean you just can't do nothing about it like we can't control everything and then another thing me i'm what i talked about in that interview is when he asked me that question he was like man how are you staying like so level-headed like i just always try to see the brighter side of things i guess that goes back to like that faith question you mm-hmm. asked like how i kept, mm-hmm. how I kept faith mm-hmm. first off like i said i was just i just had to take it one day at a time mm-hmm. and then, like really just always see the brighter side of things like even <laughs> though like i was down mm-hmm. i was still always like seeing the brighter side of things like i i really do that with everything yeah like i might yeah. you know do an interview and somebody maybe not show up do a no call no show i just think to myself like i mean i don't know it's you know it's a missed opportunity on them they gonna regret it later mm-hmm. i just like always see the brighter side of like literally mm-hmm. every situation it's like i don't know what what's something bad that could could happen i'm i ain't gonna speak this into existence mm-hmm. let's just say i don't know I broke my leg. So I walked mm-hmm. out here. I tripped on the stairs. I broke my leg. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna at least just say, I mean, hey, I don't know. I got the at least. Uh, yeah, I got the other <laughs> one. Like, I'm, you know, I like I you. Just yeah. Well, see, <laughs> so you you yeah. the type, brother. You know, they say either see the glass half empty or half, half full. Yeah. You see it yeah. half full. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you see it half full. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah, that's a good thing, man. That is, man. Yeah, man. I I've enjoyed you, Kyrie, bro. Yes. Just, uh, again, yeah. man. Having you on our show, man, and um, let's drop your social media tag, bro. The What Sleep TV tag, man. Anything, if if they want to reach you, brother, how can they reach you? Okay, so if you want to reach me personally, I use Instagram and Twitter the most. I am on YouTube. I, mm-hmm. I vlog from time to time, and it's all Kyrie Thomas underscore. It's K Y R E E T H O M A S underscore. Um, that's on Facebook and stuff too, TikTok, but I ain't gonna lie, I don't really use them apps like that. Mm-hmm. I just have them, you know, mm-hmm. just to have them. Mm-hmm. And as far as what sleep, it's just everything, what sleep TV. W-H-A-T-S-S-L-E-E-P-T-V, like on everything. Mm-hmm. I try to keep, you gotta keep the same handle on all platforms. So Correct. it's it's not hard to find you. Correct. Uh, one thing that like I hate, well, I dislike whenever like I'm working with an artist, I'm trying to find out about an mm-hmm. artist, it's like you will look them up on a social media platform. You like, bro, what is your name? Like, <laughs> like you can't find it. You need to make it easy for people to find. That's it. so you know true, bro. That's so, so true. Yeah, it's what's so sleep TV on all platforms. That's like that's my blog, and I guess the best way to explain that is think of it as like a world star hip hop for Tennessee music, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I call it you know just Tennessee music coverage. Love it. So man, love I like that. that. Love I like that. It. Yeah, and believe it or not, now. The uh, hip hop scene in 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 Nashville it's is wrong. booming. Yeah, it's, it's wrong, booming. It's so mm-hmm. I'm just I just threw that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's booming. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. booming. You know, it, it, as as our audience knows, man, we've had plenty of rappers 
mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that, that have came on, man. And, you know, we don't shy away from none of that, man. Look, like, rappers, you know it's, opera singers. Opera singers, <laughs> yeah. man. Hemp presidents yeah. in Tennessee. Judge Joe Brown. Like, yeah, who, who, yeah. whoever you want, man. We if have you them, have man. a so story, yeah. we're here to hear it. We're here to hear it. That's <laughs> all it is, man. And Kyrie Thomas, man, we done heard my boy's story. Again, man, the uh, CEO, man, of What's New TV. Make sure you guys check in with all of the social media handles and everything Kyrie Thomas has got going on, man. You will definitely see us working with Kyrie Thomas again sometime throughout this year. But Big Dog, thank you for a good episode, man. Yeah. Man, I thank you, man. Both of y'all. Thank appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, man. Shout out to your yes, moms sir. and the rest Shout of your family, moms, man. Sure. And uh, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep doing what you're doing. Too, Positive man. young black man. I love it. That's what I don't mind when my son bring on these young rappers and all that stuff. A lot of people say, man, what, is that all y'all got? I'm not mad at that because they some positive brothers. Mm-hmm. And you a positive young man. And what you said, a geek. Well, keep on geeking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We here, man. The Black Man Ventu Podcast. Another week, man. 86 episodes, man. Golly, we have done 86 episodes straight. Praise God. And ain't missed a beat. Yeah. And Kyrie, you a part of the history, big dog. Yes, big, being we, consistent is important. Oh, yes, my God. Sir, with man. this, it's important. Yes, yes. sir. Man, through, through COVID, through... Your problems, my problems, mm-hmm. Jack and Jill's problems, mm-hmm. man. We we here. You know what I'm saying, man? And it's a blessing, but we wouldn't be here without people like you. That's giving right. us that content, man, to keep it on. That's right. On serious, no, man. So, hey, man, let's get out of here, man. Um, again, Kyrie Thomas, What's Sleep TV. Make sure y'all check it out. Another good episode. Black Man Event 2. Pop, let's get out of here. Yeah, like we always say, we thank Kyrie and Nashville. Until next week, it's a wrap. Black man don't get trapped. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can and you can't with what you can't. This is another episode of the Black Man Ventu podcast. Good morning.